Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? I am doing fine and ready to go here. Yes. Mm -hmm. They have been picking on my son again. Uh -oh. Should I be upset? Yes. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm thinking the, the, what they're doing is, uh, especially on this little deal that we have here, they're doing all of us a favor because yes. they're sort of kooky, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and there's, I think she's a congresswoman, that Rashida Tlaib, uh -huh. and she, she's criticizing Rand, but uh, it's not because he's inconsistent, it's probably because he is consistent, yeah. and it turns out, believe it or not, she's inconsistent. Yes. She, she has just really, really chewed him out for not stopping the pandemic in Kentucky, and then there's no controls, and it's all Rand's fault, yeah, so, of course. so she stirred that up. But guess what? Mm -hmm. Somebody caught her at a wedding without a mask on, having a good time, not following any of the rules that she's condemning Rand for. Now, that we've found several of these cases, but we keep repeating them because I think they serve our interests. It just shows, it shows you that, uh, you know, they're fibbing and lying through their teeth and that they're uh, trying to uh, make make one side look bad but I'll tell you what I think they look bad because they're going to have the uh, you know the, the the blame is on them because I think they're the ones who are totally inconsistent and making a mockery of it all but the um, way I figure uh, Rand can handle himself pretty well <laughs> and, and has done it and, and that's probably why he's been they've been gunning for him uh, I think if everybody totally ignores you that you're probably not doing your job right so uh, he, but he's been on the receiving end this week, uh, but people have come out to make this point. Certainly we have an article on Zero Hedge that uh, stands uh, and defends Rand for this and certainly goes after Rashida. I think as you say, Dr. Paul, the hypocrisy of the elites is probably one of our best secret weapons yeah. against tyranny because it started at the very, very beginning with Governor Newsom in California locking down the entire state and then going off to party with a thousand dollar plate uh, pasta meals and that rubs people the wrong way uh, you know even in California and now he's facing of course potentially being kicked out of office which is great and it goes all the way down to Obama having his huge party which we don't begrudge him his party but the fact is they begrudge the rest of us our lives and this is the latest chapter let's see if we can put up that first clip if we can well, this is how it all started this is uh, Rashida Tlaib she is a member of the United States House of Representatives, and she's furious at Rand Paul. The Kentucky senator is throwing a tantrum as his state's being swallowed up by the virus again. People are getting sick and dying. Da-da-da-da-da. He needs to put politics aside and put people first. Start resisting the virus. But the same day she put out that tweet, Dr. Paul, let's look at the next clip. The same day, here's the same congressman. The evening falls, and guess what? It's time to party because you're a member of Congress. That means you're not subject to the rules of the rest of us. Senator Paul says, oh, the hypocrisy of the left knows no bounds. Of course, there are some exceptions, but she is certainly a hypocrite. Dancing maskless at a wedding, having a fantastic <laughs> time. And one next clip, uh, it, uh, and this is where it all started, because Senator Paul, and we talked about the article that he put out, and he recorded a video of this. Very powerful three-minute video. Oh, look, you can see that over a million views. He said, now is time to resist the petty tyranny. And if you remember, he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to block any piece of legislation uh, that, that continues the Pelosi tyranny over COVID. 
uh, and he's challenging the rest of us to, to resist as well. So that's what fear makes him furious. And I think it's legitimate to cite bipartisanship. It, it, this is bipartisan uh, rejection of hypocrisy yes. because there are honest people on both sides. There's mistaken people on both sides and there's hypocrites on both sides. But under this circumstances, you know, it's very deliberate that anytime you suggest anything other than what Fauci says, you're, you're an enemy of science, which is ridiculous. But uh, I, think, I think that whole issue, uh, people who are in the middle, who have been Democrats, they can finally get fed up. Look, if you can have uh, efforts to get rid of two, uh, Senate, two governors yeah. in two big Democratic states, they're, what, 60, 70 percent Democrats, yeah. you know. And here they're, they're getting ready most likely to get rid of them either now or later on. So, so I think hypocrisy is the real issue. So when we started talking about it, we've been talking about it, like yeah. you pointed out early on. But even for today, we said, well, let's make a, a few more points. It wasn't very hard to get a few more points. We just can't get them all in, but I still think <laughs> it's important if, uh, if the people say, boy, that, that, is, that is disgusting what they're doing. So I, I think we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think we are. And here's more hypocrisy. Fauci was on TV again over the weekend. He's furious because bikers are going again to Sturgis. Remember last year, the same thing happened. This is going to be a super spreader. This is going to be a super spreader. The Sturgis rally must be called off. Well, they went there anyway. It's in South Dakota, which is a free state. And nothing happened, of course, back then. <laughs> and now, apparently, we've got 70% of the country has shots in their arms. A hundred and some million have had natural immunity. And he's still saying the same thing. He's furious that these bikers, who I'm sure he associates with being Republican, you know, Trump-backing rednecks is probably how he sees them. Uh, he's furious that they're going to go have this rally. He said, I'm very concerned we're going to see another surge related to that rally. And then, but he pats him on the head a little bit. He says, to me, it's understandable that people want to do the kinds of things they want to do. <laughs> they want their freedom to do that. But there comes a time when you're dealing with a public health crisis. Uh, you're going to be able to do that in the future, but let's get this pandemic under control. Same talking points. But the hypocrisy, Dr. Paul, is what did he say about the Obama party? Nothing. What did he say about this huge uh, concert that the Democrat mayor of D.C. attended? Thousands and thousands of people, rock music, you know, this and that. Not a word. The, the people complaining are saying, well, they haven't been tested and they're unvaccinated and they're going to spread all these problems, the epidemic of the unvaccinated. At the same time, the, the points are made by the opposition to this is, uh, you, you know, they talk about uh, their gratefulness to support this position of preventing disease to be spread and their interest in public health. And uh, because because they actually ended up the point, if you do this, you, you should be guilty of killing somebody, yeah, you know, yeah. this. And uh, of course, the legitimate comparison, even for the average person is, yeah, they do that. but. Why do they seem to have no concern about the border? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's it. Yeah, too. Yeah, boy, the border is a, is a major thing. You know, uh, to to uh, you know actually coddle them yeah. and take care of them and then get them in, and all of a sudden they're busting them around the around country. The country yeah. it's, you know what? Uh, it makes you almost be suspicious of what really is going on. You know, that uh, it, it, they can't be that dumb. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, either they're that well. They, they are dishonest about the danger. But what if they did think some people did have bought into this that there is a danger? But why wouldn't they say, "Why are you doing this with with the illegals 
by the thousands, you know, and putting them up. They have better uh, better facilities than a lot of American citizens. Yeah. You know, they put them up in hotel rooms, but they do get them out of town. They pass them out. They pass them into the other states. And uh, if what if there was a half uh, a truth to what they're saying, and they don't even get a half truth. Yeah. I mean, they're purposely spreading this disease. As far as I'm concerned, fortunately, it is nothing, not nearly as dangerous as they claim. So uh, they might be using this effort, but it's also a political weapon as far as they're concerned. It's all political, and you're right. They're not that dumb. Sometimes <laughs> I worry that our side can be that dumb, and that's hence uh, Senator Paul's call to resist, and I hope people listen to that. Well, you said something earlier that's important, too, which is it's not cut and dry between liberals and conservatives. There are great people on both sides, and this is a great person on the other side on many things. Let's look at this next clip. This is Glenn Green Greenwald talking about Fauci's appearance on the show um, and what Fauci says. You can't go to the motorcycle rally, but you can have fancy parties. Greenwald says, seems like the New York Times stamp of approval for Obama's opulent, massive, indoor, maskless party for the sophisticated people is a bit at odds with Dr. Fauci's demand this morning that motorcyclists stop acting like spoiled children by gathering outside. And he ends and says, yes, it's a pandemic and a crisis, but let the sophisticated people have their fun. Greenwald mocking the elites, and he does a very good job of it. What I find disgusting is uh, they use a lot of our sentiments and our terminology. They're not against it. They're preserving it by forcing people to follow their rules. Otherwise, everybody's going to die. Yeah. So we, we have to follow their rules in order to allow people to go out and have fun again. And uh, I want to just quote one of the things that Fauci says. And it's playing on this, and you mentioned it, yeah. uh, you know, earlier on. To me, it's understanding that people want want to do th uh, do the things that they want to do. Yeah. Well, that sounds like freedom. How nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they want their freedom to do that. But there comes a time when you're dealing with the public health. Yeah. You know, the collective. You have to worry about the collective. So therefore, you have to, you know, sacrifice so much of your liberties. And in uh, the family, everyone else, but some something supersedes that need to do what you need to do. Who who's going to tell them what they need to do? Yeah, the government. That's right. That you know, this is really philosophically sick. Yeah. And yet he does it in terms. He probably convinces himself because I don't know how a person could live with himself if they knew how much harm they're doing. So they really believe they're preserving liberty. Yeah. And. Uh, of course, uh, that's part of our responsibility. Hopefully, we can uh, get a better definition of what liberty really is. And sacrificing uh, is not a way you preserve liberty. And uh, I, that is a major mistake on so much of policy. You have to sacrifice in order to have freedom. Yeah. And I heard it so much after 9-11. And that is not true. You do not have to sacrifice liberty to preserve liberty. Soon you don't have any liberty left yeah. if yeah. you keep sacrificing. A little bit at a time, though. Yeah. It's only 3% here, 4% here. Before you know it, uh, they're taking all our income. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that's why Senator Paul says, rightly, it's time to resist. And the people in Europe are doing a better job than the people in the United States. We're seeing creeping vaccine passports across the country, whereas in France and Germany, millions of people are in the streets saying no. Italy as well. But the government has the guns over in Europe, unfortunately, for the people. And let's look at this next clip. This is France, Dr. Paul. People are trying to have a little bit of coffee or tea, maybe a baguette, who knows, outside. And here come the cops. Hey, prove to us that you're allowed 
to go outside. The pass sanitaire, the health pass, uh, is obligatory from today, it says. Uh, first warning, 135 euros. Uh, and next week, it'll be 9,000 euros if you are a repeat offender, uh, if my high school and college friends serves me well. Uh, we can't play the video because of our internet problems, but you can see the police officers going around to people sitting outside and demanding their papers. And I told you what my first reaction was to this, that it's based on the assumption that they're all guilty yeah. until they prove they're innocent. So they're in there having dinner or whatever, and uh, all of a sudden they come in, prove that you're a legal person, you haven't committed a crime, and you shouldn't be in jail or you shouldn't be paying money to the government. So the assumption is, is of guilt and not of innocence. And that is the principle that is very dangerous. It's a whole thing, this whole setup of lockdown. It's assuming that if you don't do it, uh, then, then you're guilty uh, of, of, a, of a crime. You have to know what the regulations are and follow the regulations. And if you don't do it, even though you've done no harm, you haven't even done harm to yourself. And yet they can still come in and say, well, we're going to fine you, uh, you know, because uh, uh, you're not following the rules and uh, you're guilty until proven innocent. And that's a tough job, yeah. a tough job. And uh, hopefully, though, once again, we're looking for the positive side of it. People are sick and tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're getting tired of lockdown and the rules and regulations. And that's why people are waking up and they're not all ultra conservative constitutionalists yeah, you know yeah. they're they're average people who just have been stuck in it just just think of all the parents i bet bet the most parents who have finally decided to speak out about the schools I, they they might all not even have a real strong political uh, you know association uh, but they finally got disgusted with these rules and what's happening to their kids and as sad as it may be uh, it may it may on the long run be a blessing that people are waking up and the, the obscenities and the obscenities and the absurdities that go on I think is what's waking people up yeah I think it's easy to get depressed because it seems like we're losing those of us on the side of liberty but maybe this is the wake-up call that you've been talking about for a long time we have to get to a point where people really consider it I think you've got the next story which is another absurdity that's going on out of Canada Yes, it's Vatican rules, and you say, well, why do we have to worry about Canada? Well, they're our neighbor. Yeah. And why do you worry about Europe and France and England? Yeah. Because they're our neighbor. Yeah. The world is small, and people fly back and forth, so their regulation affects ours, our regulation affects theirs, and you already pointed out that sometimes we're worse than they are. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case, uh, uh, this individual was traveling overseas. I think she was a reporter or a writer of sort, of sort. And she wanted to go back home to, uh, to Canada. And so uh, she knew the, that there was going to be some rules and restrictions of uh, coronavirus. So she did the things that she thought were, were quite adequate. Uh, she she uh, came back with proof that she had immunity. Yeah. But you know what? She didn't realize that natural immunity doesn't doesn't pay <laughs> off. They, they they don't know. I think it's because they don't have any idea what it is. Yeah. And so she said she she did the testing and she had uh, natural immunity to it. Uh, she must have had the disease and all her tests were negative. And uh, and then they they wouldn't let her come back in. And um, it, it, this is this to me is just insanity. You know yeah. why in the world would they go to it? And you know if people some people say, and they've sort of directed it toward us. But I think we're pretty good at. It. They say, 
don't get hung up with all all the statistics. And the one thing that they wanted, they were advising that people watch the most are are, are deaths, total yeah. number of deaths. And you bring that statistic up, you know, pretty frequently. And ultimately, that is the case mainly because we know the test reporting is not reliable. And therefore, the bottom line, if it, if it's really working, uh, if you don't try to say how much is flu and how much are other things, that if the total number of if you have this pandemic, 18 months of a pandemic, people are dying like flies, and you look at the total people of, uh, that have died, all of a sudden it doesn't look it doesn't look like a horrendous uh, episode. That shouldn't make it easy to say, well, the people that died, you don't care. Yeah, we yeah. we die, but it's also important. What about if you're if you're misleading people, saying people are dying from things that uh, don't exist, yeah. that, that they're on from other things, and they're getting labeled? And I think most people are starting to realize that sometimes this uh, it's being used for political purposes to say, you know, to close things down. Yeah. People who want control and obedience, there's no doubt in my mind that they use this. And one thing isn't the reason is and I've said this many times their goal is the passport yeah and uh, that's what some of this is this is uh, where's your papers yeah. where's your passport oh no you tried to say you're okay to come back to your country this in this case it was Canada uh, but uh, your passport doesn't uh, pass muster so this, this is the this is the thing that uh, I, I think the authoritarians really want and they're working on it so no matter what happens next year they're still going to be thinking about how are we going to make everybody have a passport and unfortunately uh, they're the closest ally for the, the 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 people in Washington and elsewhere in the university who want this are the business people yeah the yeah. business people are willing to do their dirty work and they will continue until people do rise up but the journalist's name is Rachel Marsden, and she went to Europe because she wanted to visit her mother. That's a normal thing. But she went back. She was prepared, as you say. She went back with everything in hand. She said, I was treated worse than a criminal. She would try to go back to her own country. I arrived at the airport with a negative PCR test from within the previous 48 hours, two positive COVID antibody tests from March and July, proving I still had significant COVID antibodies post-recovery, and a COVID immunity certificate written and signed by my French doctor can confirm this. That doesn't matter. They said, get out of here. You can't get back into your own country. They kicked her out. It's insane. Boy, tragic. Yeah. And of course, uh, of course, the answer to this is information and telling the truth and getting it out there and, and the answers are there. But to uh, say that uh, what we have to do is support the government and support the regulations that are the best of them. They care and they're science uh, and they have all the scientists on their side. But guess what? There's a lot more scientists speaking up now and I've heard more and more that are very impressive. And they, but they've been slow in coming mainly because they don't get the attention. Yeah. They, they get they, canceled. Yeah, yeah, they get canceled. But boy, I've heard a few recently that, that really, really impressed me on how, how well they're able to, uh, to explain this whole situation uh, and uh, why the science is not being followed if you do everything that Fauci tells you. Yeah. But uh, I think it's, it's amazing how much negative stuff gets on the internet on Fauci maybe we're biased in what we read but it's uh, it, it, he still gets the top show where was he on face the nation yeah, we, always gets, I think he's on a major Sunday network uh, probably for the past whole year every single time yeah 
Well, you know, the gross thing is he, you know, the White House is hiring all these social in media influencers. Babies, there was one where he was with a kid, a young person, reading tweets praising himself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the guy's a nutcase. But, you know, Dr. Paul, this next story really stinks to high heaven, and I mean that literally. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come <laughs> Let's on. Let's put on that next clip. This guy, <clears throat> this is what we call hypocrisy and lies. This guy is a creep. Uh, really, grade A creep. This he even is, looked to you like it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Dan Andrews, he's the premier of Victoria in New South Wales, I believe, in Australia. Well, he announced a seven-day statewide shutdown a couple of days ago in response to the wastewater detection of COVID-19 in a rural city 150 miles from Melbourne. Uh, he claimed that we discovered it in the sewer, we discovered it in the wastewater, we got to shut the whole thing down. And guess what? Terrible to say, he was lying, lying through his teeth. He, he fudged those figures and the numbers. Uh, what, what, you know, it's a horrible science. Yeah. That's not the way it's spread. It's not spread through the intestinal tract. And uh, it's based on based on a lie, a lie. And uh, he he doesn't look too swift to me. But <laughs> he's doing this. He's doing uh, doing his duty. And uh, once again, uh, this one is so bad. It's going to be really helpful to us. Yeah. Because, wow, am I on their side? <laughs> you know, am I the one to take the vaccine? And he's the one that's explaining it to us. And he's over there uh, t taking sewage and doctoring it up. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. dumb word there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and making it look like a positive test and, yeah. and lying about it. And then people are supposed to react to it. So um, they should... Uh, it's treated, they should be treated like they're under oath, but uh, I guess, yeah. guess we can't do that. But the public f sector should be able to do that. If uh, people are hypocrites and lying, the people ought to know about it. Well, the Australians are pretty disappointing. They have literally had a boot on their neck for months and months and months. And it's absolutely plainly obvious that nothing that they've done has worked. In fact, look at this next clip. This is fascinating because this tells you what happened with lockdowns. Uh, this is back in June 27th. Sydney, Australia enters full lockdown. Then look at the daily new cases. Australian officials tightened the lockdown, and that's toward the end of July. And then toward the beginning of August, Australia deployed hundreds of soldiers to force the COVID lockdown, and cases are still going through the roof. As this uh, Prof Freedom on Twitter says, a true lockdown success story. People have got to be seeing this. this is from the, the information from the health services in Australia, it's their own data that this is about. Yeah, that's disappointing to me because the image I have, which is not a scientific uh, uh, assessment, but I was looking at United States and there is a different attitude in most of our Western states compared to the Northeast. Yeah. And uh, if you look at Western Canada, there's a different attitude in Western Canada than there is in Eastern Canada. But here, I always assumed that Australia was just really embedded with people uh, that were uh, uh, very sympathetic to liberty. Yeah. And here, here they're doing one of the poorest jobs around. But. Uh, they're, they'll have an epiphany and they're going to wake up and decide, well, maybe liberty is better. Why do we have to be kowtowing to the authoritarian's uh, uh, government and, and have to listen to all this nonsense? Yeah. Well, we wanted to talk for a second. Now, that was a hypocrisy and lies. We probably could have done a four-hour show on that. <laughs> but we want to update a little bit on Florida and DeSantis because this is one that's it's not as cut and dried as we'd like it to be. And as you know, DeSantis has forbidden schools from forcing masks on kids uh, in Florida, but several school districts said, we don't care what you say, we're gonna force it anyway. 
And so DeSantis' response is, okay, then I won't pay you. It's pretty interesting. But there's a lot of questions we had we talked there's about. There's no doubt I have a lot of sympathy. And I think it's, I, I, I'm on the side of it, it <coughs> being sympathetic <coughs> for it. To me, it's somewhat similar to uh, when something is created by government. They say, if you go to the military, of course, there's a commander in chief and you can't have people doing things and you, and you, you have to have uh, reason to keep people in line. But this, is a, this has been created by government. It shouldn't have been created. So if things are done by law or by executive order, and it's it's making a mess of things. It violates the Constitution, and it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. I think the next person, the next president, can come in, or if, uh, if it's an agency, a government, that the, the president would have authority. I mean, it really, like I say, it shouldn't exist. But if it does exist, if we create it, uh, there has to be the best you can do is who who is the theoretical person that's supposed to deal with this or want to get rid of it. So my bottom line is, if, if this thing, if you come up with a more complicated thing like, like this, I think that you should be very tolerant if the position that the president takes is reducing you know, the size and scope of government uh, and, instead of increasing it. So if a president is using the same authority to impose it, uh, that's different than if a president is trying to reduce uh, the, the, the control uh, of, of this agency of government and doing much harm. Because this agency of government, by doing this, I think, <laughs> you know, they're not, uh, the, the, way, the way they uh, are running these school systems is so bad that somebody has to put their foot down. I, I was sort of glad he did it, but I would listen to people who say, well, I think you're right, Ron, but maybe we ought to think of it in a, in a slightly different tone that uh, maybe he, he should shouldn't participate either, uh, but uh, uh, I'd listen yeah, <laughs> and see, yeah. uh, see what, uh, he, whether somebody could convince me of it. That kind of reminds me of what the late Bob Wenzel uh, used to always say, don't be overly uh, analytical and didactic about these things. Just ask yourself a simple question. Does that action give more or less liberty? You know, and, and then there's a good case for that. All right. But I think if we're done, I have a couple cl clips to show with my final things. If we can put on this next clip, this is Israel. We've talked about Israel a lot because it's very, very important because it's heavily vaccinated. Well, at least the, the, uh, the Israeli Jews are. The Palestinians are not vaccinated. Uh, but look at what the masks have done in Israel. Uh, translation, nothing if you look at this chart. Whenever they put the masks on, it doesn't do anything for cases. But this is something, and I, ab I have absolutely no idea what this means, but it's very important. This next clip, if we can put it up. Uh, this is daily new confirmed COVID-19 cases per million people. And if you look at the one line that's flat and going down, those are Palestinians. And if you look at the line going up, that's Israel. They are virtually, not, they're not only neighbors, they're intertwined. So you can't say that one is so far away from the other. The Israelis are highly vaccinated. Uh, Palestinians are not vaccinated. And it really is a head scratcher. I have no idea why this is the case but it looks like they are getting less COVID among the unvaccinated. Who knows? The next one, actually, if we can look at that, this is something I just wanted to throw out there because they, I, I suspect, Dr. Well, maybe we'll talk about this if you want to some other day. I suspect the CDC is fooling around with Florida. I think they're messing with them because I think they're deadly terrified of not having bad news. Uh, this is the Florida, this is really remarkable. The Florida Department of Health has attacked the CDC for releasing incorrect data showing that there are 
many, many more cases, almost twice as many cases as there actually were. They combined multiple days into one, said the Florida Department of Health. We anticipate the CDC will correct the record. Now, that could be just a simple, a simple problem, Dr. Paul, but I think there's a lot of politics in here. And I want to do my final thing. I'm sorry to take up too much time, but we never have too little time for our favorite member of Congress, Thomas Massey. Let's put this last clip up really quick. Because this, I think he just put out this morning, very, very harsh words from Massey. He said, I predict by the end of August, nearly everyone is going to know someone close to them who got the vaccine, but then contracted symptomatic COVID at an infection level great enough to be spreading the virus, which the vaccine was supposed to prevent. I remember what the president said, you're not going to get sick, you're not going to spread the virus. And here's Massey, two Moderna vaccinated in February, people close to me tested positive for COVID yesterday and have flu-like symptoms. Perhaps the vaccine prevented them from having even worse symptoms, okay. But there's no doubt they would be spreading it if they didn't stay home, mask or no mask. And here's the final, here's the punchline in a way, Dr. Paul. Thomas Massey, the CDC has betrayed Americans through acts of omission and commission. It's criminal that we must rely on our own individual experiences and the experiences of those within our close circles to know what's going on with the virus and vaccines. Thomas Massey, very powerful. Liberty is alive and well in Congress. And what state is he from? Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> He's from Kentucky. But uh, there are also problems in Kentucky, too, yeah. but they have some good representatives there. Yeah, sure do. But, you know, um, the confidence in, in the statistics, it keeps going down. Nobody really has total confidence on this on numbers and what the disease, diseases are and what, did they really have COVID? And did, did they have the flu? We, we've heard all, all this. But... Uh, my thoughts are, and I think some people have hinted to this, but I think also it's not proven, that the vaccine, you know, you just made the statement, vaccine, this one chart you made there, people who were vaccinated, you know, were worse off. And, uh, but I think what happens, this, this helps me to understand that uh, the vaccine probably uh, encourages the variants you know, to do it. And uh, the more you have it, uh, the people, there was one excellent lecture in TV. He said, "Why? Well, how else can we explain this if at the height of the sunshine season, season, when flu and everything else go rapidly down and they can get an influx of this. He, th he thinks it's uh, only <clears throat> by something like the vaccine. Mm. And I think the vaccine probably is interfering, uh, you know, with natural immunity. They, uh, they hate na the, the promoters of this stuff that they call science. They hate natural immunity. And, uh, uh, and I think that's what happens. A vaccine, you're more likely to have a variant mm. and then get sick with it. I'm all done, Dr. Paul. Spent everything I had. Very good, very good. I want to thank all our viewers for tuning in today and a bit apologetic because our uh, our line was not uh, ready to go and get us on right at 11 o'clock, but uh, we're here and we're delighted that you're here and uh, we appreciate it very much. And I think we're making progress and it looks like we're going to have lots to talk about since we've sort of started talking very early on trying to point out hypocrisy. And now we're sort of concentrating on that and we're getting too much stuff. <laughs> you know, all we have to do is get a statement from the opposition and believe me, uh, there's probably some hypocrisy involved in it. 
and hypocrisy is the opposite of the tale telling the truth and uh, we uh, we believe that that's our responsibility is to the best of our ability to analyze what's going on scientifically and politically and report it and when we don't know uh, just to have the information and help people sort it out but uh, really as bad as it looks on the surface and as much as of a threat there is I still believe that liberty is alive and well and we have individuals there I think the uh, the group of people out there that support liberty in the true sense of the word is much bigger right now there's a lot of frustration because people who have spoken out we know that many of them have been punished and some would like to speak out and it takes a brave person sometime when they know they're going to lose their job and, and their livelihood by merely speaking the truth and uh, you're not even allowed to have a debate there's no debate science has settled it one of the dumbest statements i've ever heard because science just opens up the discussion and that's what we have to legalize once again it should be legal under our first amendment legalize discussion and legalize an earnest effort but it still ends up for the individuals involved to be honest with themselves and not be you know contaminated with the political system which puts so much pressure on the politicians to go along to get along that doesn't work very well so I want to thank uh, all of you once again for joining us today and please come back to the Liberty Report soon.